0: My name is Jenny Bowden, and I believe that having the life of your dreams starts with doing things every single day that you're probably not very good at yet. I hope you come to this podcast daring to dream, daring to light your heart on fire, but also realizing that the end results of your efforts right now might be pitiful, might be so much less than you imagined they would be. And that that is okay. That is just the way it should be. Alright. I'm just going to say it. Some of you have noticed my super hairy legs. And that's because I probably haven't shaved my legs in, oh, I don't know, like seven, eight, nine months. I'm not really sure. But... The answer to some of your questions about why I've chosen not to shave my legs, honestly, I don't really know. So I thought I'd take a minute to figure that out for the world, for myself. Um, I think it probably started um, a summer or two ago. I was hanging out with some friends, one of whom is... uh, a history buff and I was chatting with her and I looked down at my legs and I thought oh my legs are so hairy and I looked up at her and I was like why do we even shave our legs anyways it's such a pain and she was like oh I can tell you why um it's because in during World War II all of the men were conscripted to the war and that left only women at home and the problem with that for a company called Gillette was that um, the men were being given razors uh, in the military and so they weren't having to buy razors from their company anymore and they were about to go under so rather than having to close the doors of Gillette they tried to open up the market by marketing to women and convincing women that they should shave their legs. So that's what she told me. And from that moment on, I just kind of decided, you know what, I'm not going to feel guilty anymore about not shaving my legs. Because let's be honest, I wasn't doing it super regularly anyways. Um, Because that like that story that she told me that was almost 50 years before I was born so 50 years before Jen Bowden was even born some company needed to save their revenue and so they started telling women that they should have smooth shaved legs and that would be awesome and you know what I wasn't so sure that that was awesome for me in my life and that was a necessity for me or something that I got a lot of value from so I just decided you know what I'm just not gonna feel guilty for it anymore. I'm not gonna feel guilty for not doing it, if that makes sense. And I think just gradually over time, me not feeling guilty about not sh- shaving my legs, if that makes sense, um, resulted in me not shaving my legs less and less because when it comes down to it, if I'm in the shower and I usually I'm a nighttime shower, so I I like to get like after my kids are in bed, I like to go in the shower and just wash off the day and then I emerge like a phoenix and have this little sliver of time before I go to sleep that's just for me. I'm in one of those beautiful zones right now where I've just come from the shower. And you know what? Rarely in that beautiful experience of my shower do I think, you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to bend down in this super awkward position and shave like this fairly large surface area of hair that I haven't been keeping up well with. So I'm having to like knock hair off my razor every five seconds. No, that really doesn't occur to me as a thing that I want to do. So it just isn't happening. Okay. So that's why it's not happening. But there's also some deeper connections here that I'd like to delve into a little bit. So listen in if you're up for it. Um... Okay, there's also the issue of just like women winning at life. That's something I'm really passionate about and not in the way that it's generally talked about in feminism at large, I would say. (laughs) Okay, I hope that makes sense and I hope that doesn't sound offensive. But okay, to me, life is a numbers game. Over and over again, I find in my life that if I put in the time, if I'm willing to dedicate myself fully to something, I get results that I like and I achieve some level of success. Never in my life have I achieved any success that I find, like, out of this world or, like, fantastic. Or, But I always, when I'm willing to put in the effort and keep put in that time, I I achieved success. I have two examples of that. Um, one was when I first started public school, well school in general, for the first time for me was in grade nine. My parents had elected to homeschool me up to that point, so uh, I had a lot of deficits in my education. My mom was the, I, I was the oldest of eight children, so you can imagine that my mom um, had little tiny babies most of my, all of my life, um, when I was learning in elementary school, and there wasn't a lot of time for her to really be structured, and so I did a lot of my learning kind of, like, free freestyle, freelance, I don't know, it was a very, um, like, open-ended approach, and I feel like I got a lot out of it in a lot of ways, and I got to read the best books and just mediocre books, but whatever books I wanted to read. And uh, that was amazing. But it was kind of funny because when I started grade nine, I could not spell at all. My writing looked like the writing of like a third grader. It was not, it was just messy and sloppy and like awkward, really awkward. Um, I didn't even I couldn't even fathom what would be in a science class like I couldn't even I remember doing some thinking about it before when I got my like what would you I don't even know what someone would talk about in science. I just it hadn't occurred to me and th- so there were a lot of holes in my education, a lot of things that people had learned in grades one through eight that I hadn't learned. Um, there were probably some things that I knew that they didn't too, but like, I showed up to school with some deficits. And one thing I did know was how to work hard, and I knew how to learn and, I, and read, <laughs> for sure. And so I started that year with a 50% in math, I finished the year with an 80-something percent in math. I got an A. Um, All of my classes were very challenging for me and I spend a lot of time doing homework at after school Um, but I got an A in every single one of those classes and so I learned at that point you know like you just if you work hard you get results and if you're willing to work hard long enough, you get results. And if you're willing to put in more specifically the time that it takes, you will achieve success, okay? So success in grade nine was getting A's to me. Okay, another example of that was when I knocked doors for a security, well, two separate security companies, actually, um, one called Liberty and another one called Vivint. Or APX originally and um, I hated that job (laughs) I did not like it and the funny thing was I didn't even believe in security systems at all in the sense that I would never buy one for my house I actually owned one for years and it was fully like paid for by the company we worked for for a little while and there wasn't one time that I turned it on. My husband was working away from home when I had a young baby for months and it didn't even occur to me to turn on the dang thing. But anyways, the point was that from that experience I learned that even with my deficits as a security salesperson, um, if I worked longer hours than everyone else, I achieved some level of success in that job, a a level of success that I was happy with anyways. And I probably didn't sell to all the people that I ever could have, but I sold to people who believed in security systems and wanted them and had been kind of looking for them anyways. And because I was willing to knock enough doors to bump into those people consistently, I was able to sell um, more security systems than I don't know, I was always in like the top 30% of my office, which doesn't mean I was making killer money because a lot of people don't make money in those jobs, but I was making, I was working the hours and I was making way better money than I would make as an unqualified 18 year old anywhere else. So that, those were my life lessons of that, that if you put in the time, you get great results in life. Results that you that almost don't even make logical sense is where I'm trying to go with that. That, like, you kind of surprise yourself in getting those results. And so, when I look at shaving our legs, putting on makeup, whatever it is um, that sometimes women are more apt to do than men, and I look at the way that we The time that we dedicate to those things. And I look at some of the um, issues that we talk about that women are behind, that they're not making the same money as men, that they're not, um, that they're disadvantaged in certain ways. One of the things I think about is well, where are we putting our time as women? Are there things that we're dedicating our time to that aren't giving us the results that we're looking for? in the things that we really value the most. Whether that is uh, increasing your income, whether that's getting to spend more time with your family, um, more time to read, more time to work on yourself, more time to learn, more time to get to the gym. What, uh, in my case, if I don't shave my legs, uh, that's not a ton of time, but guess what? It's enough time that if I add it up throughout the week, it equals how long it's gonna to take to record this podcast if I was really on top of it. Or you can sub that out with something else. Like I might not be very great at flossing my teeth, but if I can switch that out and say, well, I'm gonna focus on flossing my teeth right now because that is more important to my health down the road and my quality of life than shaving my legs, which will have absolutely no effect on my quality of life and health. As I age which is more important definitely that and you guys might be laughing at me right now because you're like who doesn't have like 15 minutes a week when you add it all together me I don't have 15 extra minutes a week I don't watch TV I don't have time for myself to do all the things that I want to do so if I'm spending time on something that I actually don't really value that is st- Stupid. That's what I think. I think it's dumb of me. So, yeah, because the, the reality of the situation is I stopped shaving my legs. My husband didn't divorce me. My kids still love me. I didn't get fired from my job. Like, there's just a lot of things in my life that are exactly the same. In fact, most things. Every once in a while, when it's summer, and I'm wearing a swimsuit or shorts, someone gives me like a weird look because they're like, oh, you haven't shaved your legs in forever. But pretty much that's the extent of my suffering for this choice. So, okay. And then there's, there's something else that I think about when I, like a comparison, when I think about the shave legs thing, which is, And I'm sorry, I don't know the name of this actor. I think it's Chris someone. He played the zebra in that movie with all the animals. Oh, wow. And they go to a zoo and then they go, oh, Madagascar. Madagascar? Anyways, he did this documentary on black women and hair and how black women spend so much time on their hair, like so much time and money especially. So they're spending all this time and all this money. I think he said that in this one area that he was looking at, the black women there spend one third of the money they make on average on their hair and other beauty things, which is crazy because that is a huge sum of money for a a socioeconomic group that is quite low in terms of the rest of the world, like the, the area of women that he was looking at, these were not like super ritzy black women, they were like just regular women who lived or maybe even lower class women who lived in like little apartment buildings and they were not rich and they were spending one third of the money that they make on their hair and other nails or whatever else you can spend money on and then crazy, crazy amounts of time. And then the, the whole, all the thinking behind it was that they had, like they didn't have good hair. Their hair was like, like a black woman's, like frizzy and wild and um, like curly and a kind of, and not like, sm- not like mine, like smooth and straight and whatever. So they were trying to make their hair fit into this mold that it just wasn't naturally designed to be in. And to me, that's just a massive waste of your life's energy to try and you, you are a certain way, your hair is a certain way, and to try and spend that much time and energy and money that you don't have and devoting that to fitting something that, you're, that just isn't what you naturally are isn't naturally your body just seems like well, that could be that could be invested elsewhere. Um so I thought I thought that's interesting and you look at women and how much time they do spend and the money we do spend on those things um and then you look at men. And men are really interesting because they don't necessarily look disgusting. Like if you look at a man versus a woman, you don't think like, oh gross, that that person is so gross. But what they do is they still do um, like practice regular hygiene. In fact, I think it might be argued that men shower more regularly than women, for example. Like the men I know anyways, they like shower every day. Whereas women might not always do that anyways. That's a side note, but you look at men and they have this really great thing going where they basically do the, do whatever requires the minimum amount of effort in order to look good. You know, like I'm just going to look good. And so in order to do that, I'm going to do a few small things so that I can exist in society And people will be like, yeah, there's a well-dressed, well-groomed person. But they don't, I feel like on the other side, women really make it almost like their part-time job, not only to be well-groomed, hygienic, but also to have this kind of like sexual objectification going on that fits into a very specific mold of what is okay. And that's fueled by probably the porn industry in large part. It's fueled by um, pretty unrealistic expectations. And I just don't really think that we're serving ourselves and our ambitions and our values by spending so much time looking at that. And I'm not saying that you guys shouldn't shave your legs because if you like shaving your legs and you get in the shower and you're like, oh, I just love shaving my legs. This is awesome. Do it. That is great. But I just feel like we should really question where we're putting our time. And if there's something that you're doing because you feel guilty about it, or because you feel like your body is wrong, if you don't do this certain thing, this certain practice in terms of your beauty routine, then maybe you should stop. And the cool thing is you don't have to stop forever either. Like if this is just a busy season like mine where you don't have time for almost anything and you feel like you're just gulping in air sometimes, then you can like, I can shave my legs next year if I want to. I can shave them next week if I want to. But yeah, that we just don't need to feel guilty. There's no rules. You could you can do whatever you want. And that's all I want to say about that. And hope you all have a great week. At this point, you are probably so full of new wisdom, new ideas, that you just need to hash out how it's going to go down in your life with another person. If you want to contact me on Instagram, I am Jenny.Bowden. Whatever you have, throw it at me, I'd love to answer any direct messages. And also while you're there, throw up a screenshot of this podcast or something to get your community of people listening because then you'll always have someone to talk to in real time about what we talk about here.